Welcome to the Wolverine Digest Podcast, the best spot for objective and authentic coverage of Michigan athletics. If you want open dialogue, honest opinions, and in-depth coverage of the maize and blue, this is the podcast for you. And now, here's your host, Brandon Brown, joined as always by Chris Breiler. I just want to start by saying go blue. We are so <laughs> glad that you stayed up late with us tonight. It's a late one. It's a late one. Well, over here, it's a late one, Brandon. I made the music right out. This is the quiet storm. <laughs> Brandon Brandon forgot that there was a slight time discrepancy between uh, the, the great state of Arizona and the great state of Michigan. Well, so gonna... I, it, did, it did slip my mind while I was traveling to go to the press conference tonight, <laughs> which would have, would, have, uh, would have overlapped anyway. I sent him a text. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I sent him a text at like 630. I'm like, dude. You ready? Are, are you ready for the show? You ready to go live? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got plenty of time. We got plenty of time. I'm like, ah, not just really. driving around 4:30 on the clock. I'm good, dude. I got two and a half hours, bro. Calm it's down. 4:30 on the clock. Wait, no, on the dot. So Jeez. anyway, I mean, like I said, it was. I did it again when I got home. I called home to talk to my son. I'm like, he's been in bed for like an hour and a half. Like, what am I doing? What am I doing out here? <laughs> so, in your own little world out there, yeah. man. Mid sixties and balmy, you said. And the sun, the, the sun is shining, and uh, we're here freezing our ass off, man. It's well, you know, you you got a little bit of it before you left. Oh, I got I got plenty of it before I left, and so so now you know now I'm here. Um, my buddy Gary has graciously opened up his house for me. So the first few days I'm staying here, and then the 29th, Chris and I, are you coming in the 29th or the 30th? I'm coming in the 30th. I got a Christmas party on the 28th. I plan on time went on getting hammered. Didn't want to hop on an early flight hungover. So I figured I'd give my day myself a one day buffer zone and then uh, hop on the flight on the 30th. So the 29th, I will be over checking in at the media hotel. I'm actually going to be there quite a bit for the next few days because the media press conferences are there tomorrow. We get the coordinators and some players. And then the next day it flips, we get a couple, uh, Couple behind the seat, behind the behind the scenes peaks at the practice. Minutes. You get to see practice, Brandon. Fifteen minutes of practice. Wait a minute, you're credential member of the media. I know. You can't I know. see that shit. Well, when Michigan's not making the call, apparently we <laughs> just don't bring and, your notepad, okay? Yeah, so that's how that goes. But um, yeah, so I'm in this uh, casita. For anybody who's familiar with the verbiage here out in Arizona, it's like a it's like my own little guest house, dude. It's glorious in here. There you go. Got the, got the Murphy bed behind me. This bad boy oh, dropped wow. right down, dude. I mean, it's living like a king over here. But dude, oh, let me privacy a young man could want. And you haven't it. you haven't been out here yet. I know you can go online and you can check it out, dude. This media hotel is baller. Like <laughs> it's the dopest place I've ever been. I went there yeah. today. My credentials got a little playoff uh, swag there. And then make uh, sure they save your boy a large. They run a little small. Well, you gonna throw so on that I. medium real quick? All right, Chris is gonna throw on this medium. <laughs> um, but yeah, the ho- the hotel looks incredible. I'm excited to be over there, Chris. We we forgot about this. No, no hospitality room, dude. Open bar. Oh goodness! Oh, See, oh. it's it's good. Yeah. I'm only coming in, you know, a day beforehand. Look from from everything I've seen, though, and I wonder if it's the result of 
all the weather that happened, you know, as, as Christmas was coming through, but I've seen there, there were several people that were having issues getting flights out to Arizona. I heard that. Yeah. Through, through various airlines. And so, I mean, dude, my, my, uh, my entire, I guess my entire weekend rests on the competency and capability of spirit airlines. I was so just going to say, I'm hoping they come through. I was just going to say, when you choose to be a member of the spirit of the skies, no problems. Dude, smooth sailing for your boy today on a spirit flight. Love it. Love it. While I'm hearing about all these people hung up, can't make it. I got to be honest with you. I did get a, I'm, I have a little bit of anxiety when I fly. I think we've talked about this. You do too, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, absolutely. And today was the first, I, I know it's not the very first time, but today, because it was so damn cold the last handful of days and this morning, the whole de-icing procedure I was a little concerned about it. I mean, they had these big machines out there. They are just hosing the planes oh, down. Yeah. I'm like, dude, are we yeah. good? Are we good? Does Spirit even know what's happening right now? They're just going to, ah, let's just launch it. Into I the question skies. that whole process. I mean, yeah. the way that the, the wings are held on there, all the rivets, the, you know, it just, it seems like so much could go wrong and it rarely Duct does. tape and bubble gum, dude. It does, I mean, those things are, they're made to cruise, dude. And that's what we did. Hey, AJ, thanks for the donation, man. Yeah, obviously... The uh, the time change, the arrival of the team tonight, there was kind of, not like an impromptu press conference, but we'll get into that. Jim Harbaugh and three players spoke right out on the tarmac, dude. Pretty cool. The press conference itself wasn't very cool, but the, the event was. There's a ton of fans out there. Yeah. They kind of formed you know the double line for the players to come off and high-five as they come down. But you know, much like it is when you and I get off the plane. It, pretty much the same thing. Pretty, much, pretty same much the same thing. But no, so that was pretty cool. And uh, yes, yeah, CJ... Open bar every day starting at four o'clock until the night winds Listen, down. The last time we were at the college, and we we talked about this before on, on the last show, but there wasn't an open bar at the hotel, to my knowledge, the last time we were at the college football playoff. There was. And there Brent, was. It what, wasn't was as there? it wasn't as good as this one, apparently. Okay, because I was gonna say you were already barefoot walking the hotel in the middle of the well, night looking for lunch meat. So who knows how it's gonna go down this time. That was after we got back from a night out. I mean, it's good times are, are meant to be had out here. Was that, so I'm really, was that before or after the game? I can't imagine we got before. Yeah. We left pretty much like right after the next day when right the game was okay. over. So yeah, I'm excited about that. The players and the coaches arrived today. Um, it was cool, man. They did a pretty, pretty heavy duty, legitimate clearance check security, all that. And then we walked right out onto the tarmac. I mean, you saw the plane come in and land. Turn around, taxi over by us. Social media, everybody they, was excited to see that plane land. Taxi over by us, and Coach Harbaugh is the first one out. He's waving like he's President Nixon out there, just living the dream. Really cool. Like I started to think about Nixon. it. You know, like I just grabbed a president. Now, didn't he? Didn't he do this one? Maybe not the best president to go with. I think, whatever. I think after he got impeached, he did. That. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Anyway. You think, you know, you think about the holiday season, obviously Christmas just passed us, New Year's coming up and all, dude, all the coaches and their families, their wives, their kids coming down those steps, everybody, like hundreds of Michigan fans out there cheering a bunch of bowl committee people, handful of the media. It was a pretty cool little scene. They yeah. walk in Jim Harbaugh, Donovan Edwards, Mike Barrett and Rod Moore, Rod Moore uh, take the podium pretty bland i mean you know where i stand on press conferences anyway imagine what the press conference is like when they get off a four-hour flight they they walk into a tent while the rest of the team is getting on the buses ready to leave and go to the team hotel 
I mean, you you get the idea. I'm going to put it up in its entirety. People can check it out and watch it. I mean, like, it was fine. There were some questions being asked, and the guys did a pretty good job of talking about some different stuff. I thought Donovan Edwards gave a really good answer about what makes this team special. And Donovan's not the most outspoken. Like, if you put three of those dudes up there and said, okay, you can talk if you want to, I think a lot of times he would kind of just be like, I'm good. That's just not, he's just not really that way. He gave a really long-winded answer and and just said a lot of really good stuff about the camaraderie, the brotherhood, the way they fight for each other. They all want to push each other. They all want to get better. They don't care who it is that gets the glory. They don't care who it is that's the big man on campus that weekend. They just want to get better and win games. And I like that sounds cliche, but it's clearly happened the last two years. I mean, I think the cliche goes away when the results are what they are. So I thought that was a good answer. Jim Harbaugh said some good stuff about JJ McCarthy. Chris, I know you saw a little bit of it, but what are your what what would your mindset be coming off a four and a half hour flight, walk right up to the podium while you're just trying to get to your hotel? But I mean, I mean, I'm trying right. to get somewhere where I can take my pants off, lay back, exactly. relax, watch a little TV. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I know that you're you're sitting the whole time, you're not really doing a lot of work, but when you got to fly across country like that, yeah. and anybody that's done it, it takes a lot out of you. And the last thing I want to do is spend, whether it's 30, 40 minutes talking to, you know, a bunch of dinks in the media. And, and, <laughs> that you see you every know. day anyway. <laughs> the last thing I want to do, Brandon. So they come off, they come off the airplane. There's me. There's Zook. There's McMahon. There's Hole. There's Shaw. They're like, Jesus, these guys here already? Leave us alone. Um, but there was some, I see somebody asking the people in the gold jackets were the, uh, Fiesta bowl uh, reps, committee yeah. region. Uh, yeah. Reps, whatever yeah. you want to call them. They were awesome. By the way. Yeah. They were amazing to us. Like gave us very good, a very mm -hmm. good breakdown of what to expect, exactly how things were going to go, where we could be, where we could sit, how many, like it was just, it was good. And then, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Then they, they, they piled out of there, got on their team buses and away they went. And, uh, back here I come to do the podcast tonight and it just feels dude now that they're here you know coach Harbaugh's up there talking about Max Duggan he's up there talking about the TCU team speed he's up there talking about what they think they can do on all like it just felt it felt more like it's game week it's game week now we're back to the normal schedule obviously it's weird being out here in Arizona and there's a bunch of bowl week stuff going on but we got the team we're gonna see him in action a little bit and then dude in five or six days we're gonna see him on the field and i can't freaking wait i can't wait yeah yeah i mean it's a, a, i keep going back to it feels like this stretch between the big 10 championship and this game against tcu it feels like it's taken forever but then the only way that i make peace with myself is i'm you know like well, imagine what it's like to be a Michigan State Spartan. Like, you literally have to wait <laughs> like 300 more days before you get to see your team play football, yeah. which maybe is a good thing over there. Well, um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm excited for this week to, uh, you know, got a couple things to take care of here on the home front and then uh, hop the flight, get out there to Arizona. And then as you saw today, I don't know if I don't know if we told the folks out there, but but your boys are already approved. The credentials are already approved for the national championship game. So we're already making plans for LA. That's we're expecting nice. a win. We're expecting a win on Saturday. And uh yeah, man, I just it how cool is it that uh two years in a row we get to do this? We get to be, you know, a part of this whole spectacle, the college football playoff. We get to be there, see it in person. Again, I, I say it all the time, but just cool. couldn't feel more uh more fortunate to be in the position that that we're in. 
Cool is not a strong enough word. It's been it's been incredible, remarkable, special, like magic. I mean, like last year felt that way. This year expectations were really high, but I don't know. Did did a lot of people say like they're going back to the playoff? I mean, like there were probably some people saying that. Certainly looked possible. Favored in the game first in eleven. Gave a lot of yeah, people, that was it. You know, that you was looked it. At that one and you said, man, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one. And then lo yeah. and behold, it was another ass whooping. Yeah, so it's been awesome. Um Back to CJ. Here. Oh, yeah. Uh, correct. The five-minute rule is no more because this is not Michigan's jurisdiction. This is the bowl game. They set all the media stuff. They control all of that. So I don't actually know how long it was. It wasn't very long, but I'm going to put up the whole thing, and you guys can check it out. That'll be up either tonight. It's late. I do realize that. Back home, back Michigan, it's late, so I don't know if it'll be tonight. You want to know what? Morning, it is late, but... but I do have an audience of one down here. My son demanded. He's literally sitting here. He wanted wow. to sit down here in the basement. He, he called this like a five-star seat for the show, so he's he's front row getting to experience the uh, the boys in the podcast uh, nice. you know, front and center here, man. He wanted to be a part of it. Up way, way past your bedtime. Way past wow. your bedtime, like an hour and almost, a half past your bedtime. Almost ten o'clock for the little homie over there, man. It's he's Christmas just break. He's geeked up, dude. He's ready to go. He's excited. We're all, we're all ready. We're all ready. Um, yeah. So, like I said, I think a couple things that stood out at the press conference, which again was pretty vanilla. We've talked about it before. I just wonder, Chris, like where your head is. If you're if you're the head coach, or you're Jesse Minter, or you're Mike Barrett, who's sitting up there, or you're Rod Moore. And a direct question is asked about Max Duggan. You know, what do you, what do you do with him? How does he worry you? Where's the threat? What exactly do you try to do with a guy like that? Tons and tons of experience. Athletic, can make plays with his legs, bigger body, has a great arm, lots of speed on the outside. If you're the DC, if you're asked that question, what's your plan to slow down Max Duggan? You say, what? I say hit him hard, hit him early, get him rattled, get him off yeah. his game. Make you know, especially with with guys that um are built tough like that and will do pretty much and we saw this in the their conference championship game against uh, Kansas State. We'll, we'll do whatever it takes to win. Put his body on the line. Yeah. Um I think you've got to get him second guessing himself early and I think the Michigan defense, the edge rushers, the guys up front, I think that they can provide enough pressure and you know, same. It was the same game plan with C.J. Stroud. Get him rattled a little bit. Get him thinking twice. Put him on his ass a, a few times early, and then once you can do that, um, even if the game plan doesn't change, you start to see ghosts out there. You start to see things that aren't there, and you start to, you know, maybe force him to make some mistakes early. And then, and then again, with the way that the Michigan defense has played um, throughout the course of the year in the second half, if Michigan can build a solid lead in the first half. I think it's going to be all gravy in the second half. I don't see this being a four-quarter game, um, and I think that the way that they they get to that is you just you make things difficult on him early. You do not let him settle in. Do not let him get comfortable because if he does, we've seen it. He's got the experience and the talent and the license to do whatever he needs to do with the ball to move it down the field. He's shown that he can do that. I mean, he came second in the Heisman voting for a reason. The guy's a legit baller, and if Michigan allows him to, he'll he'll give him fits. Yeah, I, and I will. I put words in your mouth a little bit here, but I'm pretty sure you would agree. Like, he's not going to fold up like CJ Stroud. Did. No, no, he, no, he's no. not. He's not going to be. Yeah, I mean, you got to hit him. You got to make him think twice about what he's doing yeah. and pay attention. But like, he's a redhead, so we've well, already established. They don't have soul. I don't even know if he feels pain. Do they feel pain? No, I'm pretty sure they don't. don't. That's probably so, part of the game plan. 
Number one, redheads don't feel pain. Keep that yeah. in mind. Number two, <laughs> beware. Um, beware. Yeah, I mean, he's he's yeah he would. I think he would die out on the field if that's if that's what. what and then he would come happen. back as a zombie and start breaking off fifteen yard runs. That's what yeah. they do. So I agree with you. I just I do wonder. I wonder what he what he looks like and how he stands up to that. Um, Nick, thank you for the donation. Kind of the same type of deal. Yeah, the physicality does travel. I've said that. All year, you know, Michigan's O-line, the running game, that defense, you know, pounding the, uh, the, other, the other quarterback when you can, whether it's hits on the quarterback, sacks, it doesn't really matter. Getting in his head, rattle him a little bit like Chris said. But I'll give Max Duggan all the credit in the world. He's going to come back every single play. He's going to take another snap. He's going to try to make another play. He's not going to – you're not going to see the body language, the shaking of the head, the, you know, the stuff we saw from Coleridge over there in Columbus. You're not going to see that from one Maxwell Duggan the fourth. I don't know if I'd made that up. That's not his name, but it, it sounded good, didn't it? That's, it it did just, sound good, but the thing yeah. is, you know, you know the, the thing that Duggan doesn't have that Stroud did have uh, was a ton of weapons everywhere and a ton of talent everywhere. And I know TCU has some guys. They have some dudes. But his they name don't is really Maxwell. How about that? Yeah, they don't have the kind of uh, offensive firepower that Ohio State had. And so, you know, somebody had asked earlier in the show, like, what's the confidence level heading into this weekend? And, I, you know, I don't know if it's if it's cockiness, if I'm just taking TCU too lightly. Granted, I haven't watched every single TCU game this year. I did watch the game against uh, Kansas State, and Michigan is considerably better than Kansas State. And the way that you watch Michigan play, we've talked about it all year long, that brand of football just travels. It, it 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 works wherever you go. Like I think you use the comparison a couple of times. They're like a sumo wrestler. They just lean on you yeah. until you get so tired of taking all the weight that you, that you give in. And by the second half, you're just a punching bag at that point. And I think that's you know TCU on the offensive side has not seen a defense like Michigan. On the defensive side, they have not seen an offensive line like what they're going to see from the Michigan Wolverines. It's going to be a physical day. And I just don't know that they're ready for it. I think mentally they think they're ready for it, but physically I think it's going to be a wake-up call pretty early. Nick, thanks again. I mean, you know, I don't know if forcing Duggan to run is necessarily what they want because that's hard to game plan for. You know, quarterback yeah. breaking the pocket, just getting out there. It, you know, that's off script. You you kind of lose your job a little bit. When you're talking like a zone read, you know, the quarterback is somebody's assignment right there. Now, uh, he's probably going to be somebody's assignment on every play. But if you're talking about a true passing, two dr true drop back, and then he breaks outside of the pocket, I don't know if that's what you want. Although that would result him in him taking more hits. So we'll see what it looks like. I'm, guess, I'm, in, I'm curious. I guess I, have, I haven't thought about it this way. And I, you know, I guess when you put it in these terms, you're not counting the Big Ten championship as part of that. But Malachi says Harbaugh hasn't won a postseason game since 2015 time to get that monkey off the back. And I mean, you know, in, in terms of bowl games, I, I guess that's, you know, that's, that's, you know, the Ohio state thing was lingering out there, never being able to make it to Indy, but you know, Malachi's right. He won the bowl game his first year. What was it? The citrus bowl. Yeah. I know the that's, citrus yeah. Bowl, and, then, and then have not won a bowl game since. Is that correct? That seems crazy to me. I kind of feel like the, conference championship game falls into that category yeah, but, but not that, when you're playing not when you play in the big 10 west come on yeah and, and and it's not a bowl it's not a postseason yeah. bowl game so yeah. yeah that's interesting yeah tcu's wide receiver group is fast johnson uh the potential first or second Johnson, rounder. right 
Call him a pterodactyl. He's about six five. Can it's absolutely a great fly. Nickname, by the way, it is. It's a fantastic nickname, and he can get it done, man. I mean, that's a hard matchup. I would assume we'll see Will Johnson on him a lot. Good size at six, at six three himself. He acquitted himself very well against Marvin Harrison, who everybody physical, thinks is physical, better than yeah. Johnson. So, yeah. you know, we'll we'll see what that battle ends up looking like. But Duggan knows how to get the ball to his guys. Johnson knows how to make plays down the field. So. Yeah, I found it interesting when they were talking Sonny Dykes and TCU got here before Christmas. I think it was Christmas Eve. So they've already talked a little bit and got up on the microphone. And I might, you know, I wanted to grab Sonny Dykes and be like, do you do you think it's still 2005? He's like, yeah, Michigan, big physical. We got this team speed over here. I'm like, bro, they're they're just as fast as you. I got I got news for you. This this is not 2001 anymore. This is not three yards in a cloud of dust. They, they have got plenty of guys who can run in that winged helmet. And if that's what they think their advantage is, I, I think they are sorely mistaken. I mean, yeah. I pick any guy you want on Michigan's team in the skill department and have them run. They can run with anybody. They can I mean, run Donovan with Edwards, anybody. Roman Wilson, AJ Henning. I mean, all these guys, I mean, they, they have that in spades. It's just a matter of how, how are they going to use it? But yeah, this is not the, uh, you know, the big shoulder pad era of, you no, know, just I mean, kind of bully your way. Now, Michigan, they do bully you up front, but make no mistake, they got speed everywhere at the skill position. And so, dude, Mike, Mike Sainer still can run. DJ Turner can fly. Will Johnson yeah. can run, dude. Makari Page can run. Johnny Bell. Four. I'm just like, I don't, does he, has he watched them? I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm Mike Barrett, you know, can run for a linebacker. They've got speed all over their defense. And, and, <laughs> even more on offense. I think their offense is one of the fastest in the Big Ten. Yeah. You can put them up against a lot of teams across the across the board. I don't know. I I I, I don't watch TCU and think like God, they're so fast, they're gonna be hard to handle. I just yeah. don't see that. They've got some fast guys. Nobody in the country's got fast guys. The only thing that that um, gives me a bit of concern is if they go tempo early. And we've seen that Michigan can struggle with that especially after you take a month off from playing football, if you get lined up against a team that's going to go tempo early, you know, depending on what decisions you made for, for Christmas and the day surrounding it, if you did like your boy, you might've put on a few pounds, you know, you might've overate here and there. You might find yourself feeling a little bit sluggish. Uh, but if TCU goes tempo early, that's the only, that's the only thing that makes me even the slightest bit nervous. Like I said, I just don't, I don't feel a lot of concern about this game. Obviously TCU is good. Good enough to make the college football playoff, not good enough to win the conference championship, but it didn't matter. Um, I again, I just I feel like a broken record across the, the board, offense, defense. Michigan just holds the advantage at every single position. The thing about tempo is you it really only works after positive plays. And right. Michigan doesn't give up a lot of those. You go I mean, three like, and out quick, doesn't exactly do you know, tackle for loss or a hit on the quarterback or an incomplete pass or you know, I guess minimal gains. Whenever you move the ball forward and the offense is moving up, you get into your formation, you get going. It doesn't have to be a big play, but I mean, it 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 jumped up once in a while against Michigan this year. But their defense is so sound that they just don't get into those positions very often. So, so I, I read I read an interesting stat earlier today, um, and in in the thirteen games this season the opponent, Michigan's opponent, first, second half possession has resulted in a three and out 12 times. Wow. Well, so, that's... I mean, you know, there you go. That that speaks to, so again, I, you know, 
Temple, to your point, Brandon, it only works if you're able to convert, if you're able to move the ball. If you're not able to move the ball and you're going tempo, you're really, really putting yourself in a bad position. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what TCU's game plan is. I know that Dykes had mentioned, you know, defensively, you know, <laughs> kind of sounded a lot like what we heard coming out of Columbus going into that game where we got to shut down the run. We got to make the quarterback beat us. And we know that, you know, he Good gave luck, bro. JJ McCarthy he said, you know, we know he's, He's good enough. He's capable of enough, but uh, it seems like they're going in with a similar game plan as what they did in Columbus, and and quite frankly, that just did not work. Yeah, and J- I think JJ is he's 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 turned a corner now. He's no longer like a a, a, a you know a young figuring it out kind of no. starter. I mean, you're talking 12, 13 games under his belt. This stage, the way he's prepared for it, the way he played against Ohio State timely throws coming along a little bit more you know there's there's no there's no holding back at this point so if they need to run him more i fully expect them to do that i mean all that stuff is now on the table um yeah i I, I, for a shot to go to the national championship there's there's nothing to hold back right i mean there's this this is it dude you you go get it by by any means necessary and jj's he's wired that way dude and out of any team you could have played Let's be honest, Georgia or Ohio State or TCU. Well, yeah, you're taking TCU every day of the week, and so if you're Michigan, you couldn't find yourself in a better position to advance to the national championship game. I think you got to sell out on anything, everything, whatever it takes to get it done. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I, I just think across the board, I just think Michigan's the better team. That's why the spread. I mean, the spread in the two three game is supposed to be the tight one, and that's the big one here. You know, Ohio yeah. State, Georgia, I think is I don't know what it's at now. It was down to five or six, maybe something like that. Michigan's still hovering around seven, eight, nine, something. It's moved a little bit. But anyway, yeah, the two, three, those are supposed, you know, the one, four, the one is supposed to get the easier matchup, and they didn't. Georgia and Ohio, that that's that is not a draw that Georgia wants. They would have much rather had TCU as well. Um, but they're a good team. I'm not I'm not disparaging TCU. They were they were undefeated going into that last game. They beat Kansas State once. It's hard to beat a good team twice, and they didn't. They didn't in the Big 12 uh, championship game. It was close. Obviously, we talked about that, too, giving Max Duggan or not giving Max Duggan uh, a chance at the goal line. But anyway, I'm just so excited to be here. I I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this, Chris, getting off the rails just a a hair. Um, Flight etiquette today. So I'm in the middle seat, 16E. Um, Rather portly gentleman was on my left-hand side. It was early, you know. Everybody, everybody on ah, that, that flight, middle seat, that middle seat. Everybody, everybody got to that flight at, you know, I got to the airport at about three in the morning, probably for that five something flight. And uh, you know, that's your big boy. He was, dude. He was out cold, spread eagle, spilling <laughs> over the seat, dude, all over me. So because of that, there was a rather petite gentleman on my right. Uh-huh. I'm not a small guy. I'm I'm leaning over and piling onto him. Cause hefty McGee is like, I, I'm just like, dude, and he's asleep. Like I'm trying to give him the business. You know, I'm trying to shove the leg back over. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't care. He's out. <clears throat> I just, I just want, I'm like, I'm not a confrontational person. I'm not going to wake the dude up and be like, bro, you, you got to figure this out. So I'm trying to do it like politely, gently, passively. It wasn't happening. It was, I downloaded three movies and two episodes to watch on the plane. For whatever reason, they didn't work. It 
sucked. Four and a half hours of just <laughs> dinking around with that big old dude laying across me. Other guys sleeping like a baby up against the wall. Middle seat, dude, for the birds. And the middle seat on Spirit is even worse. Yeah. I mean, you, whatever, whatever little leg room you have on like any you know what? ordinary this, flight, you don't get that on Spirit. Misconception. There is actually a pretty good amount of leg room on Spirit flights because the seats are about this big and they're uncomfortable well, as shit and they don't well, lean back. Also that, sure. Yeah. Make the so, seats smaller. Yeah. I mean, listen, whatever it is, I never feel comfortable. I never feel well, like that's why yeah. I went in and paid the extra fee just so I could get myself in a certain position to avoid things. Like I, that. Wish I, I, I wish I wish I would have today. I'm too claustrophobic for that. If, yeah. We've heard about these, these situations with you, dude, you yeah. would have been in I'd rare form today. I'd freak out. I would there, there wouldn't have been enough medication to keep me calm. I would have demanded another seat. I was sharing the dude's jeans. I mean, like <laughs> we were wearing his clothes together today. Nice, big, tattered blue adidas pullover and some <laughs> jeans that should have been put out to pasture long ago it was not a fun trip dude <laughs> only got up with about 18 minutes left in the flight because he was out cold the whole time i'm like oh. that flight probably just flew by for that guy no pun intended oh he was fine he was he was, he was living good. the dream he yeah good. He was. He probably got to his family. He was like, "There's such a nice guy sitting next to me on the plane." <laughs> Let me use him as a pillow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but uh, good flight overall on the way here, and I'm happy to be in Arizona, and I'm pumped, dude. I'm. I got to admit, Chris, I got to air out a little dirty laundry. Oh no. I know it's family obligation. I'm bummed you're only going to be here for like a day. Well, we we will get not many chances to go in. I know. But here's I get it. I get it. Christmas here's party, family. Listen, there is a there is a Christmas party that I that I have an obligation to be at, and and I'm also I'm also already planning for the national championship for the LA that's trip. Me, okay, that's going to okay. be extended. The LA trip is going to be extended. I couldn't I couldn't really justify. I mean, shit. We were talking about potentially. There were there was a point in time where you and I were talking <laughs> about potentially driving out driving. like 26 hours and being away from home for like 3 weeks straight. Yeah. So, you know, decisions had to be made and I think uh Glendale's nice, LA's nice, but I'm if I'm really going to go out and do it big, I'm I'm trying to do it for the natty. So That Figured. is the plan. Michigan needs to take care of business on Saturday first in order to enact that plan. I'm pretty pumped, dude. I'm, I, I forgot. I did. I, again, only covered one bowl game before when I was covering recruiting in the past. And when I was, you know, I just never, it wasn't part of my job description and it's not cheap. I mean, the other job, you know, where I was before there was a little bit more of a, uh, you know, the boss took care of stuff like that, but that was also part of it. He wasn't sending yeah. nine guys out there. He'd send the minimum. And I wasn't, yeah, can, we, can we also, yeah. Can we make that clear? Like, listen, sports illustrated, they're not paying for shit. They're not paying for these trips. No. I mean, this is all out of pocket expenditure it, here for you boys. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way because of the way that the payment scale is set up. So Chris and I are basically independent contractors. The site kills it. We do well, but then it's because we have to, then we have to pay for our own shit. We got to pay for the flight. We got to pay for the hotel. That's why I decided to stay a couple days at my buddy's And anybody who Arizona. tried to book their trip out to Arizona for this found out pretty quickly that there was yeah. no real cheap way to do it. So anyway, I'm, I'm excited for this week. I had forgotten about the hospitality room and this hotel is a spot <laughs> and I'm excited to get back over there tomorrow. Um, 
just to kind of keep everybody in the loop. I don't, we're, I don't know. We're not really supposed to like publicly distribute this, but I don't care. Um, uh, was that on a website? I already lost it. I'll go back to it. So tomorrow we get, I don't remember if it's offense or defense, but we do get the uh, coordinators and three or four players. The next day it switches. We've got some practices built in there. Um, so yeah, it'll be a full week of activities done pretty early in the day, which is nice. They crank all those opportunities to us. We gather it all. And then the second half of the day is used for turning stuff into content. So that's kind of what you guys can expect at Wolverine digest for the next couple days. And certainly we'll be back on Wednesday. We'll, we'll figure out the timing of everything. Um, now that I know that I am in Arizona and it's not the same time here as it is back home, got that figured out. I think at this point, um, what's tomorrow, Tuesday, so at 9.15, we get Michigan's offense. So we will get, I don't know if it says just one, but I don't know if we'll see if we'll get Sharon Moore or Matt Weiss and then five offensive Michigan players for a total of 45 minutes. I'm not sure if that's like, you know, tables spread out and you can just go to whoever you want or if it's like come up to the podium. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, should be some really good opportunities for some good content over the next four or five days and then culminating with the game at 4 o'clock Eastern time, right? 2 o'clock for us, yeah, which is a strange time to kick off. Wait, is it 2 o'clock back home, Michigan? No, it's 4 p.m. Eastern. Oh, 2 because we're going to be out here. Yes, two, yes, yes. we're going to be out there, yeah. Speaking of good content, I do want to mention the, the good folks at the Camera Mall in Ann Arbor. Ooh. Listen, I don't know if... if I didn't have all the equipment when I first started. And so I had to rent a lot of shit. I had to try to figure some stuff out. It, it, the camera mall in Ann Arbor is a perfect place. If you're an aspiring photographer, creative, you want to learn some things, you can rent some equipment because I didn't realize how expensive this shit is. Long Chris, story short. Do you have it handy? I don't have it handy. It's upstairs. I've got it charging, but, but long story. <laughs> Damn, I was long story short. They, uh, I, I gave them a call and kind of explained to them who I was and what we were doing and what we're all about. And they have graciously allowed me to use, uh, the Z nine Nikon, which is like the top of the line, like Ferrari Nikon camera. That's, that's just come out recently. I've been upstairs playing with it a little bit. Like the, it takes like, I don't know, 120 frames per second. It sounds like a machine gun going off. But Brain has been talking about great content that we're going to bring you. Uh, the folks over at the Camera Mall have hooked me up with this camera, and I'm I'm really hoping to capture some great shots that'll be, you know, exclusive to to the content that we put out. So I'm also very very excited about that and that partnership. Uh, can't wait! <laughs> can't wait! It's, it's crazy. Able to mow down with that bad boy, but Just yeah, mowing. Um, why are they talking about flight accommodations and not Donovan Edwards' thumb and hand? Did did Donovan Edwards not do good enough against Ohio State and Purdue? He's good. Cast, no cast. Arm in a sling. What do you want to know about he's, it? What, what do you want to know about his thumb and hand? There's an issue there. He's going to have some shit wrapped on it, and he's, he's still going to be fine. Did he look fine during Ohio State? Yes. Oh, did he look fine against Purdue in the Big Ten Championship? Yes. So what are we talking about here? He did I'm I'm being a little bit uh, a little bit uh, ornery there, Desmond. But they, they they didn't talk about it. He's up there. He didn't. He, it's not like he walked in like in traction, like like wheeling an IV and like. Uh, and he, Michigan does not. They, I mean, have you ever asked Jim Harbaugh about an injury and gotten an answer? Like they, they, these are just things they don't discuss. It's not going to have not going to have any uh, not going to have any impact on Donovan's ability to uh, 
to be a real, real big problem. Here's another, you know, Chris is a Nikon, Android, um, Fila, um, uh, you know, I don't know. Some Fila. Dude, I saw a killer pair of Fila's at the airport. <laughs> Fila's oh, coming back. Someone had the Grant Hills on. With the old now. Grant Hills, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could go there. But I, I like Nikon. I love Nikon. But no, um, it's bad. I mean, every single picture that I put up, every video that I've done this year, I mean, that's all shot on a pretty entry level Nikon uh, camera with a really, really kick ass lens. And so, yeah, I'm excited to uh, to check out this uh, this Z9 and see what it's all about. And again, once again, appreciate the camera mall for hooking that up. Yeah, absolutely. That's a cool thing. They've been, I've dealt with them a little bit too. I rented something when we went to Mackinac just to kind of, I was for a while there when it looked like maybe we were both going to be down on the field this year, I was like, well, maybe I need to invest in a camera. So I went in there, they hooked me up too. nice people there. They always, Chris, do you want to, do you want to let people into your world a little bit when the guy was asking you different questions and you just said you felt like an ad. <laughs> You're talking about today. He's like, what are you shooting? Is it is it JPEG? Is it raw? Is it this? Is it that? I'm like, listen, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. All I know is I need the card thingy to put in there so that the uh, the pictures, I can get the pictures off the camera. And it turns out, listen, this shit is ridiculous. The card, just the little, the little SD card that stores all the information was like over $200. So... You know, the donations really help. <laughs> donations. Uh, to, to Muth, uh, 1997, I am using the, uh, it's the 100, the 400 uh, Nikkor lens, which is, it gives me just enough range to be able to work with when they get close, when they're across the field. When you get to the 600, it's a little bit too cumbersome. That's what I always say. Hey, man, Muth, you need to shoot raw. Bang, bang. That's, that's my motto. That's, that's how it goes. All right. There it is. A little quick 40-minute piece. Uh, thanks for everybody tuning in on a late night. We're going to figure out what Wednesday needs to look like, whether it's a 5 o'clock show for me out here. Maybe we meet somewhere in the middle. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But we will be a little bit more tuned in on Wednesday and not have anything going on at 6, 7 o'clock at night. So bring your questions. We are going to do burning questions in conjunction with Fan Led Wednesday on Wednesday. It's just going to be a glorious night. Are we trying to get a guest appearance? Are we getting a cameo real quick? We might get a cameo here. Look, the kid has sat down here for, for 40 minutes. <laughs> Appreciate you, son. I mean, look, at he called it a five-star seat. We had, I had to give him a little cameo here. I love it. All right, guys. Again, thank you for tuning in tonight. We'll be back on Wednesday. I know, I know, Tony, I'm sorry. Only 40 minutes, but I got to go get some food in me. It's still a weird day out here. I it's it's quarter after 10. I got to get my kid yeah. to bed. Yeah. Um, and I will have some stuff up either tonight or tomorrow morning to kind of launch us into the rest of the week. So and listen, I, are we going to be back on our regular, like regular, regular schedule, 7 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday? Is that correct? Well, that's what I just said. Well, kind of, I think we can do that. We should okay. be able to. I think I'll be done with everything I need to be done with by, you know, in time. But, okay. you know, we're kind of at the mercy of whatever they've got going out here for bowl stuff. Well, just so, keep but, us abreast of the situation. That's right. That's right. It'll be a little bit more organized on Wednesday. I still, you know, I had a big guy throwing his legs on me. I was, you know, just trying to figure it out. All right. Take care, everybody. We'll be back on Wednesday. <laughs>